Welcome back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. For those that may be listening for the first time, our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where our goal is to help people delight in God's word. We also have a website and storefront with Bible studies, prayer journals, and more. I'm Mentor Mama, and today we're going to be talking about stewarding your story in singleness. Our guest today, Angie Woods, gives single women who love Jesus the tools to confidently pursue the life they really want. What if you could be single, content, and excited to chase your dreams in the future? Well, you can, and you've come to the right place. What's been holding you back? Do you feel stuck? Do you feel unworthy? Do you feel like you're not enough? Do you feel like there's no place for you? Are you in a never ending cycle of pleasing people? Are you afraid you'll end up alone? Or do you not know how to make decisions about what you want to do with your life? If you feel like you're on the sidelines waiting for your happily ever after to pick you, then we have a guest who is going to help you today. But first, a word from our sponsor. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some random on the internet. My mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes, so I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling, and what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it, but let's just get on to okay. the podcast. Oh, One other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. Our guest today, Angie Woods, is a life coach that helps Christian single women steward their season of singleness well. She helps them to stop making their singleness mean anything about them and start understanding who God has made them to be and consciously decide what they are going to think about themselves and their season of singleness. She helps them create a life they love so they don't have to wait for someone 
to pick them and their real life can begin. Please welcome Angie. Hi. <laughs> so nice to have you here, Angie. Thank yeah. you so much for reaching out to us. Yeah. Why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do? Yes. Well, I love um, when people ask me who I am because I, as a Christian, I'm totally a daughter of the King. You know, I was created by him and um, I have lots of different roles. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a sister and a daughter, but um, right now I have a, a role that he's kind of called me to as a life coach for single women. And so I um, feel just compelled to um, help single women uh, just have someone in their corner that can help them kind of really figure out who they are, what's really holding them back and what's what what they really need to start believing about themselves and God and their future to really start creating a life that they love. Yes. And I can, that, that I can res, uh, resonate with you at this stage of my life, but I have two daughters who, yes. and a son actually, who are all in this season of singleness. And yes. sometimes it can be really hard and frustrating and, yes. um, and it's just so important to be grounded. So I'm really excited about what you have to share with us today. So how about... Um, tell us about what compelled you to help single women confidently pursue the life that they really want. Yeah. So um, I know you said that you have two girls that are single, but I found myself single late into my twenties and I didn't expect that I was going to be there. Right. Like from a young age, I believed I was going to get married and have kids. And, you know, I just had that picture from when I was a young girl. And so after leaving college and traveling and doing some really fun stuff, you know, I'm in my late twenties and I'm like, wow, I really didn't, I don't know how to do this. You know, I, I don't know how to do singleness well. And so I, um, I started dating when I was 27 and to my now husband, but we dated on and off for four years. So I was really struggling in my late twenties, turning 30 was a really, you know, here I am 30 and this is not where I thought I would be. And so, um, yeah, when I learned the tools that I have now as a life coach, I really, I saw a quote, I think Jenny Allen said, be who you needed 10 years ago. And I thought, man, I needed this 10 years ago. I needed someone in my corner, reminding me of who I am, reminding me who God's made me, helping me not make singleness mean anything about me and really figuring out what's holding me back from living the life that I really want. And to stop waiting until someone picked me so that I could, you know, really thrive. Yeah. So that's why I, I really wanted to help women stop creating some unnecessary pain for themselves. And so that's why I, I'm, I can, I feel compelled, right? Yes. Thank you. And it's your willingness to be transparent um, and, and allow God to work through that season of your own life to see how now he's using yeah. you to help others, yes. which is a wonderful yes. thing. Yeah. Um, so from working with so many single women, why don't you tell us about some areas that you really feel you can help them with? Yeah. Okay. So Ellen, so many of the single women that I work with really struggle to have a good relationship with themselves. And so when they find themselves alone, which is one of the things that when you're single, you're going to find yourself alone with yourself a lot. Right. And so, 
um, they really struggle to have a solid relationship with themselves because when they haven't been picked by someone, it's very easy for them to think that they're not good enough or something's wrong with them or they're behind or they're, you know, um, and so they're constantly questioning what needs to be different about themselves. And so that really creates this tension because I don't know about you, Ellen, but when I'm with someone who's constantly nagging me about how I need to be different, I don't really like to be with that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so, so many of uh, the single women that I work with, when we first meet, we really kind of understand that they just don't have the best relationship with themselves. And so it's really hard for them to be alone. So what are some of the key ways that you share um, to help people deal with this um, feeling of being alone? Yeah. Okay. So I like to help them work on their relationship and, and, and four kind of simple things that we kind of work through is the first one is we really clean up their thoughts about them. Okay. So number one, Ellen, we know that God made us a hundred percent lovable, worthy, and valuable, just the way we are, the way we look, the way we talk, the way we act, you know what I mean? Our thoughts, all of it. God's like, you're a hundred percent lovable, but we have a hard time believing him. We think we need to be thinner or we need to have a certain personality or we need to be stylish or we need to have this much money or we need to have this kind of job or, you know, Mm -hmm. and so we really struggle. um, And I think a lot of single women really beg to differ that they're a hundred percent lovable because they think I will be a hundred percent lovable when someone Mm -hmm. chooses to love me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what I help them understand is that you've got to clean up your thoughts about you so that you really believe you're hundred percent lovable, just the way you are. And so we start there and we kind of clean up their thoughts. And the second thing we do is we learn how to really take care of ourselves on a personal, just like, how do you take care? How do you steward this body and this, you know, person of you, because you have, not only are you, you just need to figure out your sleeping, your eating, your exercising, but you have your mental, spiritual, and emotional health that you have to learn to kind of honor and take care of. Absolutely. And so, so there it's really learning how to do a good job of just taking care of them during the season of singleness. What I find Ellen is that most single women are taking care of everyone else. Mm. And they're not taking care of themselves. And then that carries over into their marriage. Right. And so, yeah. So, so really learning, what does it take? What, what does my body need for fuel? What do I need for exercise? What are my spiritual needs? Do I need a spiritual mentor mama? Do I need, do I need to be pouring into someone else? Do I just need to make sure I'm getting a solid time with the Lord in or emotionally? Am I, do I need some assistance in dealing with my emotions? Do I need to, you know, see a counselor or get some more tools in my, you know, in my tool belt for how to handle emotions. And so we really work on that. What basic needs People, you know, self-care can get a really bad, you know, rap, but like really learning how to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's important. It sure is. Okay. Number three, we're going to learn how to enjoy ourselves, right? Because like when I enjoy being with someone, I'm not afraid to be with them. I like being with them. Right. And so we want to learn how single women can learn how to really enjoy themselves and One of the things that I really find with a lot of single women is that they want to be seen, known, and understood. 
And they feel like since they don't have that partner or that spouse, that's like with them, that they're spending time with, that they're not seen, known, or understood. So they kind of feel lost. Right. And, and Ellen, we know that God sees us, knows us and loves us and understands us, but it's hard for us to grasp that concept when we don't see, know, and understand ourselves. So I really teach women how to do that, how to see themselves, how to understand themselves and how to know what's going on with them. And when you do that for yourself, you start to really kind of enjoy you and connect with you on a personal level. Right. Yes. You know, so, so often when I was single, I was just like, I don't understand me, but I'm hoping that some guy will understand me. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh, you know, it's interesting because, um, for those that may be listening that aren't single, um, and, for me, I'm in a season where I'm kind of becoming an empty nester. I mean, kids are leaving for college and coming back and most, but mostly gone a lot. Yeah. And I'm almost struggling with some of those same things. Like I have to um, make sure that I'm deeply grounded and rooted and asking a lot of these same things for myself now that I'm empty. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times, Ellen, it's like checking in with ourselves. It's like, Hey, what's going on with you? How are you like really looking in your eyes in the mirror and like, girl, I see you. I see, like, I see what you're doing. I see how you're spending time with the Lord. I see how you're waking up early. I see how you're working out. I see how you're taking care of yourself and really like giving yourself that time and attention that you so wish someone else would do. And maybe you don't have someone else doing that, but Ellen, I'm married. And sometimes my husband doesn't see, know, or understand me. Right. 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 Sure. Like it's super powerful to really understand this as a single woman so that you can in a marriage, you can already know how to take care of that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's critical because when you go into marriage, then you're adding more dynamics to, to the equation. Totally. Totally. And then the fourth thing that I really encourage single women to do is to stop worrying about what other people think about you. Right. And the best way that we can do this is we already know what God thinks about us. He's written verse after verse of who he calls us. Right. And when you clean up your thoughts about you, you're going to consciously decide what you're going to think about you. So when you decide I'm hundred percent lovable, just the way I am, you're going to stop that whole, I need to be better. I need, I need to lose weight. I need to get better with my budget. I need to be, not be so loud sometimes. And, you know, and when we start to change that and you already decided like I'm hundred percent lovable, like you start to not fear what other people think about you because it, you're, you're okay with other people, with you not being everyone's cup of tea. Yes. Um, that really reminds me of just you talking about putting positive thinking in, in your head and kind of replacing the negative, right? And yeah, I can see how that's so crucial. And it's not something that maybe comes naturally, right? No. I mean, why do, is that, why do our minds always think of, you know, the worst. The worst. Yeah. Okay. Of- so Alan, th- this is what is, has been so unreal for me to understand. 
The Lord gave us our lower brain, Ellen, and the whole job of our lower brain is to look out for danger and make us aware of it. So it is constantly looking for the quote unquote negative and bringing that to our attention. Mm -hmm. So if I walk into a room with 30 other women, my lower brain is looking for danger so it is looking for how I am different than everyone else. And if I'm not quote unquote thin enough or skinny enough or dress nice enough, my brain is bringing that all to my attention. Wow. So that's when it's good. So, so that's going to happen regardless. Regardless. So but that's, that's just the survival have... instinct of yes. our brain. But what we get to do, Ellen, is go, oh, thank you, brain, for bringing that to my attention. I'm not really in danger every single woman in here is hundred percent lovable. I don't need to measure up and size up against all these other women. I'm hundred percent lovable. Um, you know, like we're all amazing. And when, and when I know that Ellen, and I'm aware of that for the other women, mm-hmm. I calm my lower brain down. We're not in competition. We're not in, you know, we're not in danger, but our brain doesn't know that we have so to tell our brain that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's so great. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, I was reading on your website and you talked about how you went through this sing, this time of singleness, you finally met your man, but then sort of the, the walls came tumbling down because you realized meeting the man didn't meet all your expectations or what you need yes. to be fulfilled in life. So can you yes. maybe share with our audience that isn't single, like how do you carry what you're teaching singleness to then take into their married life. Yeah. Okay. So I remember constantly writing in my journal when I would go and sit, just like, why is this so hard? Why is this so hard? It didn't matter, Ellen, if it was me trying to manage small groups and doing a ministry, or if it was me dating, or if it was me with my little kids, I just constantly had the words, why is this so hard written all over my journal? And what I've come to find out is that there's a 50, 50 of our life. We're always going to have 50% negative present in our lives, and we're going to have 50% positive, right? So when the 50% negative comes, I think sometimes as Christians, we think something's gone wrong and it hasn't. We live in a fallen world. We live, not only do we live in a fallen world, we have bodies that are decaying. We have, you know, so we're always going to have, there's going to be negative things in our life. So my problem was I wanted everything to feel good. I wanted everything to be easy. Right. And I was thinking, okay, once I get married, everything's going to be great. Because when I was single, I thought that marriage was better than singleness, but really there's just a 50, 50 to marriage. It's just a different set of, of, you know, issues that you deal with. So my problem wasn't that, you know, I had to figure out like, what was I struggling with in my singleness that I just carried straight over into marriage? Well, I didn't like me sometimes. And I struggled with that. There's a 50, 50 of me that I really struggle. Sometimes I only focus on the bad of me or the negative of me or the things that I think need to be better. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I don't even, like I said, I don't even enjoy, I didn't, I wasn't enjoying me because I was so bent on, I needed to be better. So then I get into marriage and I carried that same stuff. I didn't even enjoy my husband because I was so bent on what was wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And then I had kids. Same. 
I was just like, red flag, red flag. This is hard. I can't do this. This is the dream life that I wanted. And it's still hard. And so now I just really understand there's always going to be hard. Who do I want to be when the hard comes? Who has God created me to be? Can I bring God with me into that hard? Or am I going to try to just barrel through that hard and get to good? There's just going to be more, you know, just going to be something different. Yeah. Was there a pivotal point sort of when something happened or flipped where you kind of made that realization? Well, for me, um, Ellen, it was, I got coached. I had somebody coach me and really help me understand that my thoughts were keeping me captive to believing things should be different or it shouldn't be this way. And that was keeping me really stuck from accepting the reality of my current life and circumstances. So, so many single women are like, like, it shouldn't be like this. And so they're rejecting that they are single. And then instead of just saying, Hey, here's the deal. I'm single. How do I want to live this single life for as long as I'm single? Who do I want to be? How do I want to live? What do I want to create? Instead? They're like, I shouldn't be single. Something's wrong. Something is like, this is not how it was supposed to go. And they fight against what is instead of accepting and affecting what is. Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. Amazing. The thought process, does it take time to sort of go from this negative way of thinking to, I mean, it, it takes intentionality, right? And yes. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Ellen, first part is just an awareness, like just really understanding, like, what are the current thoughts that I have bopping around in my brain? You know, they're just sentences that are just, you know, flooding my head. Some of them are coming from my lower brain. We want to get more of them coming from your prefrontal cortex. That's the part of you that can, you know, delayed gratification and long-term, like where you're headed. The survival brain is just very like instant gratification, feel good, avoid pain, be efficient in your thinking, think old thoughts over and over and over. So awareness is just a huge thing that I teach all my, anyone that interacts with me is going to learn how to become more aware of what is actually going on in your head. And then what are ones that we can easily change? You know, my favorite thing to add to a thought now is like, I'll have a thought like, oh, we didn't take the trash down. And then I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, where normally that like, the, the thought is just like, oh, this is such a, this is awful. And then if I'm just like, it's okay. Like it brings it down. 
you know, or someone's misbehaving, like my child's throwing a fit. And I'm like, oh, this is exactly what, how it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be throwing a fit, you know, where the opposite is what I used to think they shouldn't do that. Right. Right. That really changes your perspective on things, doesn't it? More from, yeah, negative into a positive. And even just Ellen getting to neutral, like just understanding, like my clients really understand that everything in life is neutral, meaning the weather, you know, it could be raining and that's neutral. Some people are going to think that's great. And some people are going to think that's negative. It's all going to be dependent on what you choose, what sentence you choose to put with the circumstance. So singleness, absolutely neutral. You get to think about your singleness, however you want. Some of you are going to say, this is a gift and I'm going to enjoy it as long as I'm single. And some women are going to say, I can't get rid of this gift fast enough. Mm. Right. 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 And so, and so it's just really helping them understand that they have so much free agency and how they think about all the circumstances of their life. And when we make conscious, deliberate, intentional decisions about how we're going to think about something, we're taking our thoughts captive. We're whatever is true, noble, you know, lovely. Think about such things. The Lord tells us to take our thoughts and to look at them through that lens. That's incredible. Yes, that is exactly what he tells us to do. And how long does this process take? Like, let's say someone, you know, signs up and wants to do coaching, like how long does it take to get your mind to kind of turn to this more positive way of thinking? Hey, this is Mentor Mama, and I have an incredibly practical tip for all our listeners. With over 130 orders I've already placed on Instacart, I can't tell you enough how much I absolutely love Instacart. If you hate going grocery shopping or always end up coming home with way more items than were on your list, which of course blows your budget, then Instacart is for you. I actually save both time and money using Instacart. I save time shopping because the app keeps track of all my regular purchases, making each subsequent order super fast to enter on my app. I also save time by avoiding checkout lines and driving to and from the store. In addition to saving time, I have saved so much money because I don't get seduced by every new flavor or product on the shelf. My grocery bills have been considerably less. If you want to make shopping easy, get delivery via Instacart in as fast as one hour and get your first delivery free. Click the link in our description and start today. Yeah. Okay. So Ellen, I typically work like, so I do a really fun group coaching program for single women and I do it a couple times a year and that it's 12 weeks long. And it is amazing. I'm not even kidding you. It is amazing what happens in like two, three weeks after you just really understand this whole process. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep practicing it. And I was with, um, I have a group on Wednesday nights and I was just with them and they were just telling me how in nine weeks, like they're really able to stop themselves in the middle of a circumstance and decide right then, okay, how do I want to feel right now? This is happening around me. Who do I want to be? And they are consciously and deliberately acting from a place of who they want to be instead of their default, you know, survival kind of stuff. 
So I work with groups in that way, but then I also do individuals with people for like six weeks. Amazing. What can happen in six weeks? Amazing. Ooh, okay. So tell us um, how people can find more information yeah. about you if they'd yeah. like to pursue yeah. some of your life coaching. Yes. So I'm on Instagram, Angie Woods coaching, and I'm on Facebook. I also have a private Facebook group. So that's really fun. Single women who love Jesus. And then, um, you can just visit my website, stewardingyourstory.com and check out, I have lots of blogs. I have lots of resources there that you can grab. And I even have a free resource for your listeners today, Alan, of the five mistakes that single women make and how to avoid them. And the first one we kind of touched on today about not making singleness mean anything about you. And so they could grab that um, PDF and there's some exercises they can do in it to kind of start having an awareness today. So that's wonderful. I will put that link um, in our post here. So thank you so much for doing that. Well, Angie, before we go, I wanted to just ask you um, some of our favorite questions here um, about Bible study tools. Can you tell our, our listeners what Bible you use and which translation it is? Yes. Okay. I have been hooked on the, um, inductive Bible. So it's, um, and it's the new American standard version in ASB. Um, and I got hooked on inductive Bible study. Um, it's just a really awesome way to dig deep into scripture and really study it inductively. So, I mean, good, you know, like it's, it's, it's digging. It's a lot of digging in that Bible. So there's a lot of room for you to do your work in there and find the themes and things like that. Oh, that sounds amazing. I am going to look that up and also put the link um, for our folks. How about, um, do you have any favorite like journaling supplies or what do you, do you have anything special used in here? No, I, I think just a really fun journal that you like to write in that you get excited about opening up. And then I love, you know, I love these, uh, these kind of markers that are just the paper mate flare markers. I can't get enough. Yes. Of those. those are so, so great. I They're so colorful the now. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. And how about what's your favorite app or website for Bible study tools? Okay. Well, this is, I, I, this is one that I use regularly and it's called Bible memory and you can put, um, a verse in that you're studying and you can practice it inside of the app. So I have that with me. And instead of scrolling on Instagram or something, when I find myself with a few extra minutes, I pull up my Bible memory and I practice my verses and it's so fun to get to Ah. that. And you can, there's a free version or a paid version, paid version. It can give you, you can store more uh, verses in there. So I highly recommend it. I that's the one I've used as well. And yeah. it has like a lot of fun ways to learn too, yes. like fill in yeah. the blanks. And yes. Yeah. Or, or do talk, each or talk word. Or, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I love okay. that suggestion. That's a great mm-hmm. one. Well, Angie, thank you so much for being here today and just sharing your passion to help single women pursue a life that can be very fulfilling during this time of singleness and God honoring. And I just pray that um, anyone who's listening here today um, will seek to know that that is true and um, perhaps even reach out to you. So 
Uh, and for our listeners, don't forget to head over to Coffee and Bible Time, our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, for our prayer journals that will help guide and document your prayer life. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. We love you all. Have a blessed day.